What is up? Welcome back to the Tonka Ball episode. Today we are celebrating our first month of podcasting. This is being recorded a day before because I have something going on tomorrow, which will be Wednesday, which will be the month. This is being recorded Tuesday. So, today's news is a Oakland A's call up Shay Langliers. You know I said I was going to take a week break. I... Did says I had a, just a busy week. I wasn't able to talk about the Tatis suspension. I'm sorry for that. But Tatis got suspended. Absolutely crazy. I'm going to be trying to pull up some of his teammates' reactions. It's just sad how he got suspended. I mean, he says it was something different. He says there's something to treat. Something for like a, some. So here it is. Switch to Verizon's new Welcome Unlimited plan for just $30. I've already told everyone. $30? That's awesome. It's their best unlimited price ever. For $30 a line? I'm switching now. The network you want, the price you love, only from Verizon. Well, now to Major League Baseball and a season-long suspension for one of its biggest stars. San Diego Padres all-star shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. was suspended for 80 games on Friday. That's after testing positive for a performance-enhancing substance. Tatis says he accidentally took a medication to treat ringworm that contained the banned steroid. Besides sitting out the rest of the season and likely the beginning of the next, Tatis will pay nearly $3 million in penalties. The 23-year-old signed a $340 million contract last year. So, yeah, ringworm he was trying to treat. Here's some fans' reaction. Meantime, some are taking it in stride with a person named Kim saying, quote, nobody cares when he comes back and hits home runs. All will be forgiven. We're also hearing from Padres fans in person, many of whom were out watching tonight's away game in bars around Petco Park. That's where CBS 8's Rocio de la Fe joins us live. Rocio, how are the Fire Faithful feeling tonight? Well, I've been talking to so many fans this evening, and if I could sum up what they told me in just one word, it would probably be disappointment. Most of these fans were excited about the recent addition of Juan Soto to the team, and, well, they had a lot of t- uh, to share with me. Take a listen. San Diego Padre fans will have to wait a little longer to see superstar shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. back in action. And fans are up in arms. I thought it was ridiculous. Like, why do you have to juice to be good? Disappointment, yep. That was the first thing I thought of. I would say frustrated. I mean, we had such high hopes that he was going to come back, like you said, and it's like he was just getting ready to rehab and come back, and we had an amazing team with Soto here, and it just seems like a real letdown. It's disappointing because he hasn't been playing from injury. If if it's true that it might have been medication, I believe he gets his chance to, to prove that. I asked fans whether they believe Tati's reason behind his suspension, which according to him, happened after he took medication to treat ringworm. No, absolutely not. No, wait, why, how would that help? Steroid, like, how would steroids help with ringworm? No, absolutely not. Sorry. I don't buy that at all. But I also believe that he is surrounded by and interacting with people from other teams every day that are probably on stuff just as bad, if not worse. Honestly, I wouldn't have said I had ringworm. I probably would have come up with a different story. He's not dumb. I mean, he should know that that's, that's just stupid these days. I mean, 
you, you get caught. I think that at that level of playing, you know what's going in your system. Despite feeling let down, these fans say they still back their team and hope they make it to the World Series with or without Tatis. Hopefully he will get this behind him and they'll dominate in 2023. That's San Diego native. I say absolutely. We don't need one guy for our team. Our team's our team. We got Soto. We got Manny bleeping Machado. If we take care of what we need to take care of, we'll be fine. And again, the young star is facing an 80-game suspension, meaning the next time we could see him could be in May of 2023. Back to you guys. You might be thinking, wow, how does she get it all done? This is an ad, and that was some fans' reactions. Now we're going to go to the players' reactions. So this is the (coughs) players' reactions. Sorry about that. Back to our developing story as Fernando Tatis Jr. suspended, effective immediately for taking a performance-enhancing substance. 80 games is the punishment, and now the star of the baseball world is waiting to see all year. Won't be able to until next season. Costball is treated for skin conditions, but is counted as a performance enhancer, according to the World Doping Agency. 23-year-old just in a second year of a 14-year, $340 million contract. Uh, so with the Padres tonight in D.C., ESPN's Coley Harvey joins us live on SportsCenter. So, Coley, how did Tatis's teammates react post-game to the news? Uh, uh, Max, there was a lot of disappointment in the Padres' clubhouse following this game. It, you, you heard it from numerous players. You even heard it from the manager, Bob Melvin. And, and that disappointment, it, it echoed what uh, GM A.J. Preller said earlier in the evening to some of the local beat reporters who cover this team. He had basically said at that time that he's having some trouble trusting uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. because this is not the first incident that Tatis, of course, has been part of in these last couple of uh, last couple of seasons. As for that disappointment the opinions on exactly how the players feel about Tatis well they ranged all over the gamut Bob Melvin mentioning that to uh, to us reporters post game and we heard from players just a few moments ago who, who expressed those feelings and those emotions and one of them was not mincing very many words very disappointed as uh, you know the second time we've been disappointed with him and it was just you know you hope he grows up and you know learns from this and learns that it's not just you know it's about more than just him right now no, look at this clubhouse we, we really don't need anybody else it would be nice to have somebody else but we don't need anybody else we got everyone we need right here you know we haven't been part of part of the team all year and um you know we, we've gotten to this point so far without him hope you know we're, we're waiting to, to get him back and hopefully uh you know, him to be a spark plug for the team but um you know we've been doing it all year just continue doing it same message it um, continues to go since, since day one, since we had all year. So we still have the same goal, you know, which is to try to make a World Series and bring a championship to San Diego, and that's what we're going to try to continue to do. The goal may be the same, Manny Machado said, but he also said that it doesn't really uh, matter of hearing from Fernando Tatis, at least not right now. Because Now Bob, Bob Melvin's reaction. But when did you find out about the Fernando news and what was your initial reaction? Yeah, it was right before the game. We had a little, AJ came in and told me after batting practice, we, we met with the players real quick and, um, you know, then went out and played a baseball game. So obviously it's disappointing. Um, you know, I haven't talked to Todd yet. I've seen the statement, so it's tough for me to get into detail. But, you know, this is a blow for us and we'll have to move on. I'm glad we made the moves we did over the, you know, at, at the deadline. We feel like we have a really good team still and 
know, sometimes you have to deal with some adversity as a team. Was there any concern about the team distraction coming into this ball game? It seemed like they had a little No, yeah, I think they did. You know, it, it, it stunned everybody. Um, but, you know, it was better than finding out during during the game and then having that go up through the dugout. So, you know, AJ made the right call, even though we found out late to talk to the team right before we went on the field. You've been doing a lot of planning in anticipation of him arriving. How much does this change all those plans? It does, but look at our lineup. We still have a really good lineup. So I think that's what we have to take going forward is, you know, we liked our team before. We were waiting for Toddy, and we felt like we had a really good team coming out of spring. And then we made four really big moves that enhanced our roster and our club, and so we're comfortable with the team we have. AJ said that you spoke after he did. Imagine it was similar to your spring training address uh, in terms of like it's going to take everybody or what was your well my what I had to say well you know obviously we everybody's stunned but it was the you know we feel like we have the team here so you know it's disappointing that we don't get a player back like Toddy we've been waiting for him all year but you know things don't run smoothly all the time and you have to deal with adversity. Yeah, I think that came up a little bit too. But you know, obviously, you're—he's such a big part of this team that you know it's—it's it's disappointing in that regard. But you know, whether it's an injury at this time of year to a key guy, you move forward, and you know your expectations don't change. You, know, you said you still need to talk to him, but what do you think the team's reception to him, whatever he comes back, is going to be? Yeah, it's probably a better question for everybody out there. I think probably everybody has different opinions about it. Um, and probably still digesting the, the statement that he made. What do you think he made? Uh, probably sometime tomorrow. Yeah. Well, what's your level of disappointment in the player that got in a motorcycle accident and then had this situation? It's not their first team. Yeah, I, you know, everybody is a little disappointed. I, again, I really don't know. You know, reading his statement, I'd like to listen to him first and see what he had to say. But disappointing in that we don't have a player of that caliber here. So um, I'll leave it at that. Thank you for watching ESPN on YouTube. For live streaming sports and premium content, so that to was Bob Melvin's reaction. And you can, hear the, for Yard and Garden you can hear the Padres fans. Hold up. There's some Little League news. Utah... Making for a Utah Little League team becoming the first from Utah to get into the Little League World Series. But a tragic accident put one of the players in the ICU. A special Stan Rascone spoke exclusively with that boy's father. He's got the story for us tonight. And Dan, how is he doing? Still in critical condition at this point, Mike, is what we're being told. You know, this was a huge accomplishment for this team to get in the Little League World Series championship game or World Series game, in, in fact. But in regards to what happened there on Friday, that was a day of excitement when they won their regional uh, game to be able to get to the World Series. The final play for the Snow Canyon Little League All-Star team. And the cheers from players during this watch party in San Diego. With that win, the St. George team won a spot in the Little League World Series in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Never been done before. This is the first time. Jariah Threlfall's son is one of the players. They played and practiced hard, you know, two and three and four times a week. 
they had team nights over at the coach's house where they watched uh, previous Little League World Series games and broke down film. But just after 1 o'clock this morning in Pennsylvania, tragedy struck. He just hit the ground super hard to where he fractured his skull, fractured his cheekbone. When 12-year-old Easton Oliverson fell out of a bunk bed and hit the ground, I spoke to his father from the hospital room in the intensive care unit. It was about six feet high. It, it was carpeted, but it's a pretty hard floor. But he just unfortunately just landed right where just tragically just something crazy. My name's Easton Larson. My nickname's Tank. Easton plays left field, and his dad says, like the other players, he was incredibly excited about this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to play in the World Series. Easton's a cool story. He had to work really hard to be a good baseball player to put the time in. So for him to make a team with these type of players, it, it was, you know, really cool stories. It's still too early to tell just how bad the injury is and what the recovery will be. But Easton's dad believes in prayer and miracles. I've always been a firm believer of prayer and the power that comes with it. And I feel like if people continue to rally around us, that he will make a full recovery. Um, right now, it's slow. They keep telling me it's a cross-country race. Yeah, difficult time there for this family, of course. Wow, that's really disappointing. Uh, I'm looking forward to the World Series. I will be making updates on that. MLB, and let's... Oh, and I went to the Saints game on the 11th of August. So five days ago. For the August Classic. You guys have already heard about that. We're going to go to the Little League World Series. The website, LittleLeague.org. So, that boys team plays on Friday. So, we are wishing Easton a good, uh, quick recovery. And hope you can be back for their first game Friday. Now for MILB. Minor League Baseball. There have been no games that has happened yet today. I'm recording this at 12.11 p.m. Central Time. Talk about the Field of Dreams game. So the Field of Dreams for MLB. I was at the Saints game that night. I wasn't able to watch it, but wasn't as exciting as the last one. Cubs in 4-2, and now let's check out the minor league. Find it. So this is tough to find. 
So let's see this. So the Royals. So the Davenport Blue Sox won the MILB game. 72. Here's the last out. Pictures. It was an incredible night that may be coming to an end. This fly ball will be caught. And the Davenport Blue Sox, single-A affiliate of the Kansas City Royals, win the first ever minor league baseball game played at the Field of Dreams. Harold, this is a fun night. See, they are playing as the Davenport Blue Sox, but they are the Quad City team. They're playing Cedar, Rap Cedar Rapids. I don't know who they're playing as. Cedar Rapids, 7-2. I was hoping Cedar Rapids would win because that's a Twins affiliate. But that will be all for this week's, this, this episode of Talkable. And see ya.